91 of Shailen on Batman. I am Justin Shailen, and we are doing a special SoundCloud, iTunes, slash YouTube Wonder Woman review. It's going to be highly spoilerific, so if you have yet to see Wonder Woman, go see it. Come back, listen to our episode review of Wonder Woman. Um, so, Tom, do you want to explain what we're doing, like, this yeah. YouTube thing? Yeah, definitely. Uh we are putting this out per usual as a audio only podcast. Like we always have free blah, 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 the whole nine yards. But, uh, we thought we would try something different. We're going to put up a, uh, a YouTube video as well, where you can see our ugly mugs and, uh, what we look like when we talk to each other from the comfort of our own homes. And, uh, but we're going to put that up on the Patreon, so the video will be on YouTube, but it will be private. You won't be able to see it unless you are one of our Patreon patrons, and for the low, low price of $1, you can check it out. It's something that I think we're going to do like once a month-ish or something like that, try to get it out there. But on the lowest tier of our Patreon tiers, you know, like $1, and, you know, it's, uh, it's a, that's a, and, and we'll shout your name out at the end of the podcast, so... So I, th I think that's fair. Something fun to do. Let's try it out, you know. Right. So I want to get uh, down to some business before that. I want to thank these uh, people for sending us photos. Uh, David W. at Vermouth1991. Chris Wong. Swenson at Nexus Pong. Sorry, I was scribbling. Frank Laraness at Batman1110. Rick. Bera Zanik at K S E R I C H 19. Andrew Keese. Uh, hey, man, thanks for the review. Yes. Uh, Mark AJC at Mark AJC. Uh, Lily at Ivysaur 3. Um, thank you all for the photos from the premiere of Wonder Woman. But what, Cedric, where are you at, bro? <laughs> where are you at, bro? I thought you Where's the family? <laughs> yeah, what up, fam? <laughs> so I uh, want to thank everyone for uh, posting their photos. Uh, David sent us a private message because he didn't want his photo out there, but he's a sharp-dressed man. I will tell you that. That's um, all we're going to say. So uh, there's that. Thank you, everyone, for the photos. Hopefully, the next one we get like double the amount of photos from Justice League. That'd be awesome. Uh, Don't talk about that. <laughs> Kyle's the, Kyle knows nothing of it. What's this Justice League you're speaking of? <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Kyle is totally blacked out on Justice League. He's seen nothing. He's uh, he's actually well, been did, able to did keep you it see up. The San Diego Comic Con trailer. I saw that like initial reveal trailer, and then after that, I was like, okay, oh, okay. That's that. That's enough. I'm just gonna wait until the movie comes out and see the movie for how it is. But know? that's been successful. You haven't seen anything else since, right? S somehow. I mean, I, I go to the theater like every other week, and somehow I've not seen the Justice League trailer yet. I'm so sure we've seen the Justice League. I was waiting for it the entire time. I was like, 
<laughs> yeah, and you guys said you saw Thor, right? The Thor yeah, trailer? And then they played Justice League trailer before my my viewing today. They were they were more concerned with showing us the first six minutes of Dunkirk, which I was I'll take that. Give yep. me give me more of that. Yup. What was the what was the third trailer they showed us? We saw Dunkirk, Thor, and then it was something I don't, I don't recall. We forget. I don't know. I it's been a busy weekend for all of us. <laughs> yes. Being carless, Tom getting getting locked in the rain. I'm gonna blame it on the rain. Blame it on the rain. Some Millie Vanilli style. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump right into the review of Wonder Woman. Um, I'm going to say, first, first, here's a few highlights for me. The day that the Rotten Tomato score popped up, which was on Monday at midnight, so 9 p.m. Pacific time, is when they finally like revealed... And at first I was like, okay, here we go. Here it comes. We're, we're, it's going to be another bad one. So I'm just like mentally preparing myself for it. But as the reviews were coming in and more and more were coming in, I was like, oh, here's a good review. Here's a good review. One after another after another. And uh, I remember tweeting like after, I, I think I tweeted like after 33 reviews, uh, Wonder Woman sits at like 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Patty Jenkins fresh. liked that tweet. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was the highlight of my, uh, the highlight of my day. Well, the start of that day. <laughs> was that happened? Oh, and hold on, we got a shout out separate for Dallas for posting those amazing new Wonder Woman Shaman on Batman logos. Throw that out there. Sorry, we should have got that to the beginning. But those Rotten Tomato scores, uh, very happy. I think right now it's sitting at ninety four percent. Obviously, that means nothing. Like in the big scheme of things, obviously, if you like the film, if you hate the film, that score means absolutely nothing. But it was good to see after three DCEU movies that uh, critics like the film. So that was a that was a big like. Thank the Lord. That's I I, I couldn't I, I don't think I could have handled a number like like twenty percent anymore. I just would like right man. No, I can't do it anymore. I just can't. Um, and then let's let's talk about that uh that WBDC intro. What'd you what you guys think of that? Like that that opening intro with like you see all, so all oh, the all the, the DC. animated DC characters. Oh, that was amazing! Like mm -hmm. that, yeah, it really that caught my eye. I was I had to think to myself, what have I seen this before? I don't. It was almost like uh. What I, what Justice League animated? Yeah, it really reminded me of one of those Justice League intros. There's a Justice League animated series, and it has an intro that's like really similar to that. And I was like, I think I've seen this before, but no, like the new DC films, like whatever, like that clip they show before is awesome. Now you can you can definitely see and feel a lot of like Jeff Johns fingerprints all over this Wonder Woman movie. Yes, which was definitely amazing like that was definitely something like I'm, I'm pretty sure jeff john's like hey let's let's do this it was something completely different from what uh sony does what fox does what marvel films films do it was its own entity like i when everyone when i when jeff john's came out i was like well maybe we'll do something with the intro because they made they made the new dc logo i was like all right it's just gonna be a bunch of comics looking up like they do marvel but that was amazing i 
dog at that. I was like, ooh, that's really cool. I like that. So kudos to whoever decided to do that. Probably Jeff Johns. Thank probably you. Probably Jenkins, Zack Snyder. That was awesome. Um, let's get right into the movie. Very spoilerish. So, hey, do you want to uh, you want to talk about box office real quick before we get into it all? Yeah, we can jump on box office. Let's get it out of the way so. before we start rolling on that. Um, so, as of this weekend, it has made one hundred point five million domestically. Record for female directed um, film. Yep. Awesome. It's made $223 million worldwide. And I'm sure this movie will have a 2, 2.5 multiplier over the, over the next week. So I, I would expect that, uh, that, uh, that worldwide box office to double. And I'm going to go see it again. I'm going to take my mom, take a few more friends. Uh, probably go see it my, by myself once. Uh, just to just to get uh get more of that Wonder Woman in my life. So uh, so yeah, pretty pretty good numbers there. Definitely. I remember I remember a couple of weeks ago I was only tracking like sixty or seventy million. So it overperformed, which was wow. great. So that's good. And now that there's good word of mouth about the film, it's got it received a cinema score of A. Which Batman versus Superman got a B plus, and Suicide Squad got a B or B plus. So that was a huge. Getting that A was huge. So that means that fans, uh, fans, and just the regular old moviegoer enjoyed what they saw as well. So that's good. Good numbers. Financially, it's huge success. It was only a hundred twenty million dollar budget for the whole film. So they doubled their budget. Doubled. Mm So probably two hundred and forty to three hundred million just in marketing, just in the opening weekend. So I think if it hits, it has to do. I I thought of some number that has to do like four hundred million to start making its money back. So it'll do that. I'm sure it's done that already with merchandise. I saw I saw everyone wearing something Wonder Woman at the at the movie theater. I saw little girls, you know, with their Wonder Woman toys. So I'm sure it's already done that. Not even worried about it. Huge success. Critics loved it. Fans loved it. I haven't seen any like backlash of it, other than like a few things that we'll talk about in this review. But uh, nothing like nothing like BVS or Suicide Squad. Like fuck this shit. So um, good, good stuff. I'm I'm really happy with what has happened, what has transpired. Just it, it feels good to kind of like have a win in the DCU. Like I can go to work tomorrow and be like, yeah, cause I work with a lot of people who are just, just shit talk the DCEU. Like they, they know I'm like all about Batman and Wonder Woman, Superman, Green Lantern, all that. And they're like, Oh, there it goes. See what BBS got on, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. And so now I can be like, well, look, you know, the no- probably the number one rated Rotten Tomatoes movie of all time for a superhero movie. You know, yeah, so Merry Christmas. Uh, so do you want to get right into the review of it? Might as well, man. That's what we're here to do. Tom, take it away. What did you like? What did you dislike? Things that jumped out at you, and then we'll just go like round table. Um what I really liked about it, this is gonna sound cliche and funny, I think, but like straight up girl power in the movie. Like that movie was one hundred percent girl power. And, uh, like, finally, finally we have 
superhero. I mean, we have Supergirl and stuff like that, but like on the big screen that a little girl can look up to, you know? So that's huge win, in my opinion. Uh, the way the movie looked was incredible. I've been saying that since like the first trailers. And Gal Gadot is beautiful and a great actress and like really pulled off the acting like she had no idea about the outside world of Themyscira because of course she had no idea but like she played that off well like not understanding certain things and I mean the movie had a few like slow spots for me and I didn't think it was like the greatest movie I'd ever seen uh, IMDB has a like 7.3 I think for, and I think that's a fair rating right there. So, like, for me, I, I feel good. I feel good about that. But I, as far as, like, DC film and what I think this says for upcoming features, I think this is a really good start. And like we've said in the past, this is the start of DC film. This is where Jeff Johns has full control. He has the reins. And, I mean... It definitely credit to Patty Jenkins and the whole crew for I I mean that was their baby of course so it's not like she had nothing to do with it either but I as far as DC films goes this is a great like groundbreaker to get this rolling I think you, you mentioned like the pace was an issue for you what was it about the pace that you had issues with was it the beginning was it kind of like how things were kind of wrapped up at the end or there were spots in the middle that kind of dragged for you? I usually don't like the like the way they did the beginning with the little girl growing up, blah, blah, blah. Like, I didn't... I usually don't dig that kind of thing. But the way they did that was pretty good with the, with the training and then the training behind the mother's back. And that was pretty good, but... That pacing didn't bother me in the very beginning. It was more like when after the after the the beach fight with the Germans and stuff, kind of slowed down a lot there until they got like into London, and then there was like that comic break. So like that just kind of felt funky. You had this like huge huge beach fight. It was great. It looked amazing, and then they had. Uh, Talk to, talk to uh, Steve Trevor, and then she breaks him out. And then they're like in this boat, and she, it was like it was just it got really like long, and it was all dark, and it was just, it just felt really long. And then once they got to London, it was like ha ha, let's be really funny, and then that never really showed up again. It was so here and there, but I mean overall, I still I still think it was a great movie. So um what. What did you think of the the villains in the movie? Obviously, the Germans were a big. You said World War One. Uh, what did you think of that sort of thing, where it was revealed at the end that was that the person? Sorry, what, keep going. I'm sorry, keep going. I'm I'm sorry. Um, what did you think of like how it was kind of like revealed at the end that like the guy that you thought was kind of trying to put everything together to be the good guy to put the armistice together was really the bad guy. What did you think of that? Was that an issue for you? It wasn't an issue. Uh, it 
didn't bug me. I don't know. I didn't see it coming, actually. I really didn't see it coming, so... I was like, oh, well, cool. She gets her... She gets her Aries there. She can... She can not look crazy to everybody. Uh, you know, that... They kind of had to do that to, like, justify... Like, the whole trip. Like, to make sure Steve Trevor knew we didn't do it for no reason. Like, you know, I don't... I mean... It didn't bug me, so that was fine. What about the relationship between um, Steve Trevor and Diana? What, what, did, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it worked? Was there chemistry? Did it, did it feel forced? I don't know. They definitely had chemistry. And, like, the, the beginning of it, like, in the sailboat, th that was awkward. It was, like, really awkward. You could definitely feel the tension, like, he was trying to be the gentleman. I don't want to lay down. No, I'm not going to sleep with you. And she's like, well, sleep with me. And he's like, well, no. And then he makes it sound like he has a wife, but he doesn't. And then I don't, they had a good chemistry together. They were, they were, they made that awkward. And then when they finally did hook up in the village, like I liked how they, they made it classy and it was like a kiss. And then the, then the, the window and your, your mind takes it there. Like that was I think they, that was the right way to do it, for sure. And then it never got brought up again. There was no joke with, like, the chief guy or Charlie or anybody. Like, ha, 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 you, you know, there was nothing like that. So I think it, it was... awkward like the Dark Knight. What was it? The Killing Joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh. So the, the chemistry worked for you. What did you think about the action and then Patty... Patty Jenkins' direction and the the overall tone of the script. Oh wait, rewind really quick. Was that Striker? Yes. No, that was not. That was not Striker. It wasn't. It was, no, no, he he played Colonel Striker once. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't mean that. like literally. I meant like yeah, like he played <laughs> Colonel. That's all I could think about though, because it was like the same exact character. I mean. In my opinion. He, yeah, he played it in that really awful Wolverine movie. Yeah, it, yes, yes. <laughs> That's right. He played, and it was the same exact character, though. Like, he had the... more German. It was, I don't know. Yeah, a little bit more German, though. But not much. Uh, so, you think of, I was distracted so. by that a lot. <laughs> yeah, sorry. What did you think of... Uh, the action, what did you think of Patty James' direction, and what did you think of the overall tone of the script, and then we'll jump over to Kyle. Action was like a, definitely like a B plus, A minus kind of place for me. Like It was, I, I didn't feel like there was enough of it. There was a lot of like explosions and stuff going on, but there wasn't like a lot of straight up, like hand to hand. I mean, I know there was a few scenes where like there was a lot of people throwing fisticuffs, but I wanted to see a little bit more, like, Wonder Woman kicking ass. Like, when she went through the village, when they were in the no man's land, like, that was awesome. I wanted to see a little bit more of that. I guess that's what movies are supposed to do to you, though. But action, like, B-plus to A-minus in there for sure. Uh, you just wanted more. I just wanted more action, just a little bit more. I mean, I understand if they would have made it all action, it would have put it over the top. It would have been, been that great, but... Just a little bit more, I think, would have worked. And as far as uh, Patty Jenkins' like directing style goes, like just do what you do. She's awesome. I, I had no like problems with any weird shots or nothing. Like they did like the slow down time thing a couple times, and I was fine with that too. But 
There was no like, that's just that's just stupid. Like, what? Why would you shoot? What? What do you? There was nothing like that. So, it was, and I was I was happy with it. So, let Kyle the, talk. The overall to last thing, overall tone of the script. Yes, would you like to see more of that kind of tone going forward within the within the DCEU? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. You could, it had a story. You could follow it. It, st it started somewhere. It had a middle. It had an ending. Like, and it had like a. It has a foreseeable future. Like, if they want to do a sequel to that film, they could. I don't know how they would do it because of the way that they broke it down as like, oh, well, hey, babe, I got you your picture, and uh, maybe you'll tell me about it sometime. And then she had like the we flashback. Had picture yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We found another picture from twenty years after. Like, I don't. So that might be a place where they'd be like, oh, we kind of screwed the pooch on doing a sequel. We got to figure this out. But other than that, like, I, I like the tone, everything like that. Uh, jump over to Kyle. What did you think? Overall thoughts on the film? Likes, dislikes? Uh, overall, um, I may still be in the, the honeymoon phase a little bit here, but I, overall, I really liked the movie. I thought it, basic, it basically kind of rose up to the occasion and met a lot of the expectations I had for what these movies could be. Um, like, this, this first off, the, the first thing I really noticed with the movie uh, was Patty Jenkins directing. This the cinematography was spot on, in my opinion. Uh, you can basically take any still image from the movie, just like any singular scene, and just look at it, and you're like, wow, everything in this is well put together. Visually looks great. And flows through the movie just this great. But like everything there was satisfactory. Um, characters, I have a couple of gripes with the secondary characters and the villains, but I thought uh, primarily Gal Gadot and uh, Chris Pine's characters there were spot on. I thought they really carried the movie quite well. Really think, liked... I, I don't mean to interrupt you. Do you think that the, that the villains, like there's a big online. Uh, like annoyance with how like the Marvel, a lot of people think that the Marvel villains are not used properly. Would you think that this, this within Wonder Woman, that is kind of the same thing? Or do you think that they just, they didn't, there were characteristics that they didn't care for? I definitely feel like they were a bit underdeveloped. Um, like the two, like I guess there's three primary characters that uh, can, can, can be considered villains. Uh, first one being Dr. Poison. She was kind of just there. I mean... What happened really to have, her? She didn't She didn't really have a character arc. She's just like, I'm going to be bad. I I'm make so poison. Bad. I'm missing part of my face and I make poison. <laughs> I'm going to make the venom sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that was? Was that venom? I'm pretty sure it's prototype venom. I didn't even I didn't even know I, 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 I didn't even realize it until on my way home where I'm like I've, have I seen that gasp before it seems really familiar oh yeah this is the DC universe <laughs> I didn't I didn't make that connection <laughs> yeah so like that's the only really thing that stood out for me she is just like I'm gonna be a bad guy I'm sure a bad guy bye bye I'm like okay bye <laughs> uh then you had uh, Ludendorff, Mr. Mr. Stryker there. He's just like, I'm a German Nazi guy. I'm going to be a German Nazi guy. So that was his whole shit. And then, of course, there's Ares. And 
I personally did not like the the twist where he was actually someone else. He wasn't Ludendorff. Um, turns out uh, the Greek god of war is a British dude with a mustache. <laughs> okay, I got I got I got a couple of issues of that, and then and then all of a sudden at the end he has uh, all the powers of Zeus rather than his own powers. Just throwing lightning bolts everywhere in the CGI. Summon best. lightning. <laughs> like, I don't remember that from any of the stories. They had to like they had to like superimpose his face on when that his shirt was off. I was like, that's not Professor Lupin, <laughs> right? Just, there's no way. Is he gonna turn into a werewolf now? <laughs> I'm like, no, there's I'll... no way Lupin is in that good of shape. No, <laughs> not even a little. I will say though, like the part where he like there's that big explosion, he's like, "All right, it's time to crank this up." And he starts like forging the armor around him. That was super badass. That was awesome. But then, then he had to go and ruin it by like putting the little holes in his mask, and then his like mustache starts popping out. I'm like, oh, God damn! I'm glad I wasn't the only one that noticed that and thought it ruined it. I'm like, if you just didn't do this with your little fingers and put those holes there, it would have been fine. But I'm like, nope, you the have to mustache got to flap out. <laughs> yeah, so like, I I felt like. The villains could have been a lot better, just just based on what we've already seen so far in a DCU. Although, to be quite frank, I I liked these villains more than the villains we got from Suicide Squad with uh, Enchantress and the Putty Crew. Incubus, I guess Putty's that's from Power Rangers. You wouldn't even know his name was Incubus unless you read the credits. So, <laughs> I had no clue. Yeah, <laughs> better than those two, but I feel like they could have done a little bit more. Maybe I, I don't know how you how you fix that. I feel like maybe maybe Doctor Poison will come back in a sequel and it'll be better. But instead, didn't like Wonder Woman like throw a tank on top of her? No, that's no, what. She no, she mind. like yeah. That's why I said what happened to her. I don't know. I thought I thought she, she kind of just ran away, and it's like, well, I guess she's just going to run on the German countryside now. Like, the thing came off her face, and she was like, oh, I'm going to get a tank thrown on me. And then Wonder Woman just kind of tossed the tank to the side and went to work on Ares. Yeah. Um, over, uh, what did you think of, like, the story? Did it work for you? It's, I, think, it's, I, I think the story works. Like, they, they couldn't get too crazy with it, considering that they wanted to tell an origin story here. And I think they did that well enough. They didn't like set up some huge global event. Like, sure, like the God of War could have been a big deal, but they kept that relatively small. So it was like, this is kind of a personal thing for her. This is a fight that she feels like she needs to fight. That's not necessarily going to be the end of everything. Like the scale, I wouldn't say it was small, but it was not overly big for what the ambitions of the story were trying to convey. So, like, I, I appreciate that. I think the writing was overall pretty good. So you're happy that there was not another alien invasion? No alien invasion, no laser beams coming in from the sky, nothing like that. Okay. Although, Any... although like I said, I didn't really like the end fight, but you kind of have to wrap it up somehow, so like, it works. Um, any other negative or positive that kind of jumps out at you now? Uh, yes, I would say probably overall my favorite thing was just how contained the whole movie was. It 
besides maybe the first three minutes, there's nothing that's really like setting up for a future film. You you can kind of just go into this movie without knowing anything else in the universe, and it all feels like it fits. Except, like I said, maybe that first three minutes where it's like Wayne Industries, like oh, who's this Wayne fellow? Wonder who that could be. Where did the picture come from? Clearly, it's Little Wayne. Little Wayne. That makes sense. Sending pictures to Wonder. He emailed those pictures at, in another in another universe. NSA has <laughs> got those pictures now. Yeah, well, they got them. <laughs> uh, she's any, running at the end. Anything else before I kind of jump into my little spiel? Go right ahead. Okay, I love the film. It definitely felt like like Kyle said, very contained. But it was almost you could you could feel the Jeff Johns fingerprints all over this film. There's no question. Like he he took his. Uh, his cue from the Dick Downer Superman movie. Like if you were like just to kind of show those movies kind of like back to back, you could definitely feel like uh, like Themyscira was kind of like the stilted kind of uh, like training mode and everything, like the stilted language. And as soon as they went from Themyscira to New York, like Krypton to uh, to Metropolis, things got uh, uh, funny punchy you know quick wit lines and everything um and then at the very end there was the the story of the the love between those two um so i definitely felt that that dick donner that uh that uh chris reeve superman in this wonder woman now obviously it's a it's it's not an exact replica of that but you could definitely feel the you could definitely feel the inspiration that that movie had on this film. Something that like really popped up for me that I really enjoyed was the relationship between Steve Trevor and Diana. Like you could definitely feel the chemistry from the moment that they that they are on screen together, and you can you can feel like you can feel uh you can you can feel that and it's hard to kind of get that in a lot of these movies because m- more than anything now it's all about like the finale it's about the alien invasion it's about it's about that it's not really a love story and one of my favorite movie moments anything comes from this movie as at the very end you can't hear what Steve Trevor's saying and it kind of like flashes back at the very end and you can hear him talking and it just says, I love you, you gotta go do this. Like, to me, that was touching. For them to be able to kind of make that in a post-Dark Knight, post-Marvel Cinematic Universe, to make that a moment that meant something, that you felt that he had to sacrifice his life for the world, for the greater good, like, that was just like, whoa. I really appreciated that. Right, like when, like, like when Captain America had to do the exact same thing. <laughs> what are you trying I to say, Tom? That. I remember that. Oh, okay. I, 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 I've seen Winter Soldier. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen every minute of the first Avenger. Oh yeah, dude! At the end of the first Captain America movie, like he's in the plane. He's like, I gotta do this, he, and he, he crashes he, the plane. He has, to, he has to go down the plane. Yeah, he sacrificed. Yeah. And then they find him like a hundred years later or whatever. Yeah, that's that was one well, of my like, things I had. Steve wrote Trevor's coming back in Justice League. Confirmed. Yes, confirmed. <laughs> Justice League Winter Soldier Green Lantern series <laughs> special spectacular. 
Sorry, well, I just I, had that wrote down. Well, I'm definitely feeling like a douchebag now. Don't feel like time. a douchebag. You haven't seen it. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely appreciated that moment. Like, it kind of wrapped up their storyline within this. And I don't know, that really jumped out. Obviously, the No Man's Land uh, sequence was amazing. Yes. But that wasn't, like, my favorite part of, like, that action sequence. My favorite part of the action sequence is when there's, like, that sniper, I think, and she goes up into the watchtower and, like, just completely, like, destroys it and, like, crumbles. Like, it felt like they actually did that, like, for real. It wasn't, like, a CGI thing. And that was amazing. I think that's, like, my favorite anything. Uh, like, I don't know. Just that, that moment just, like, really worked for me. Um, I liked I liked all the other the tertiary characters as well like like the Indian dude uh, just I can't remember everyone's name like someone wants to throw their names out but all the guys that helped uh, Steve Trevor and Diana um, like those like the, they meant something to me as well they weren't just like kind of like thrown away like you actually gave a shit about where they were what they were doing how they were helping along and it seemed like at first they they just wanted to go do this thing, but at the end of it they were gonna they were gonna help Diana you know succeed and Steve succeed. So that stuff really that stuff really worked, and it, a lot of times that stuff doesn't work because you're really getting away from what the movie is really about. It's about these two characters, Steve Trevor and Diana, but they it kind of helped push the movie. It kind of helped elevate, uh, help elevate it. Like they were able to bring the humor but this movie wasn't like a like a really like funny like movie it still had dark undertones it, it definitely felt like oh i definitely felt like a, like part of the dceu but there was a slight tonal shift like you could feel it like there was the levity that we all been asking and looking for for within these movies it was something that i was hoping to see in you know after man of steel and batman v superman and you got a little bit of it in Suicide Squad, but it's not something that you kind of like think of Suicide Squad. But this, with Wonder Woman, you got that levity. You got you got the dark and serious tones that we're used to within the DCU, but we also have the the moments of you know laughter, the moments of love, stuff like that. Just it kind of had something for everyone, even even with even it being a movie with a female as the lead character. And this movie goes to show that, yes, a female-led superhero movie can work. Just go do it. Just make it happen. Like, Black Widow should already be a movie. Like, yes. you could have Spider-Gwen. You could have all these other yes. characters that are female. And, you know, I'm now I'm even more excited for, like, Gotham City Sirens. Just a female-led badass woman thing. And, you know, like... Like what Kyle said about the containment, like I would I wouldn't have mind seeing Bruce Wayne pop up at the end or something, or you know, the flash showing up. That would have been I wouldn't have been too upset about that. I'm glad that, and I'm glad there was no end credit sequence. So uh Me too. overall overall, uh, I give the movie like a nine point two. I'm I a lot of people had issues with the ending, how they they didn't it didn't have that like punch that you were looking for. I didn't mind it. I had more issues with the beginning of the movie. I thought the the pace of the on the mascara, like when she's was a young girl, kind of was like slow for me. 
I don't know why, just for whatever reason, that that just kind of dragged, that those moments dragged. Obviously, you need it. You need to kind of explore what this is. But um, other than that, it was a stellar film. I, if I were to, like, rank these movies, like, where do they rank within the DCEU right now? Like, it's a toss-up for right now between Man of Steel and this movie, so. Nice. That's great. Um, we all, all three of us, like, had gripes about different stuff. Had different opinions there. It's pretty interesting. Um, where now that this is kind of like Jeff Johns is he's kind of shepherding these. Do you think that we will? Let's 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 talk about that later. Where do you where do you see? Do you think that do you Kyle? Do you think that uh they will give Patty Jenkins uh Wonder Woman two? She's very interested in it. Do you think I, that they're Thought they, I thought I already read an article saying that one more two is happening and it's going to be set in modern times. I, I saw that, but I uh, think I don't know if it's official, but it makes sense to me that that would be the case. Okay, let's get some some fan questions. Uh, this is from uh, David W at Vermouth nineteen ninety one. Thoughts on the new DC logo intro. Did you catch the Easter egg of the Wayne Enterprises armored van license plate? And if so, what do you think the letters and numbers after the relatively obviously obvious JL stand for? Um, we, me and Kyle were talking about that. We, I don't recall exactly. And he has the license plate. It is. Let me hold on. Let me pull that up real quick. I have it. But Kyle, do you think? What did you think of the intro? I think you already kind of answered that. I, yeah, I think. The intro was really badass. I'd definitely love to see uh, the same one or maybe even a slightly different variation for uh, each of the upcoming movies. So i got to keep the good work up there. Uh, as far as the license plate goes, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. JL828BZM. 828BZM. Yes. I was looking for it. I can't find it. The first thing that popped in my head was like one of the cell numbers at Arkham Asylum, but... I don't know if that's nice. the convention they were using for that or not. I remember um, specifically, like, wasn't the Joker's cell like eight something? I, I can't remember. I don't know, but the, uh, I like that. I don't remember. Like, I that'd be interesting. That's just kind of my shot in the dark there. Oh, it's actually the size of uh, J.K. Simmons' biceps now. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, solved. This one is going to be from Cedric. We are Zach Snyder at Superqua. How are you, Cedric? He goes, hello, family. First of all, how is everybody doing? My question is about the final battle against Ares. Mm -hmm. I found it unsatisfying. How about you guys? Tom, go for it. We did speak about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see him being Ares, but... I mean, I knew it was going to pop up at some point, and when it did, I was, oh, okay, cool. I thought the fight was going to be a lot cooler. The coolest part about it was what Kyle said, the armor. Like, he made armor out of just, it was like Magneto for some reason. Just, it was just like, like, I'm going to make armor, yeah. Ripped and firearms that were nearby. And uh, it, it just, uh, it was really anticlimactic, though. Even the kill before, when she killed Stryker. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> that kill was so anticlimactic. Like she just 
lassoed him. He'd get his stupid poison stuff that made him turn into the Hulk, and then he got lassoed and stabbed. Like, it was really... I was... When that happened, I, where are they going with this? I didn't get it. And then that... Then just... It was, comic book lore, man. We didn't see him dead. They never showed him dead. They just showed a boom and then a hole. Like, I mean, he survived lightning bolts from Zeus, for crying out loud. Like, I mean... Just saying, we didn't see him dead. And or Steve Trevor. No. Oh, well, well <laughs> Steve Trevor may have fixed the autopilot. That's what I was going to say. You stole that. He may have fixed the autopilot. You never know. Um, that worked that 1920s autopilot. Right. Uh, I, I, I just, like, that was like Lucia's first day on the job. <laughs> <laughs> he was making planes in Germany. But as far as that last battle went, it was pretty anticlimactic. I agree with the, I agree with you, fam, Cedric. Uh, yeah, sorry. It, it was worth the, the seven bucks, though, right? I'm, I'm gonna hijack this uh, this train here. Do it. What if scenario? There was no Aries at all. Dun dun dun. No, like, how, how do you think the ending would have played out if Diana found out that there was no Aries, being the mastermind behind all this? I mean, that's how I thought they were going to go with it. I did, too. I, I, I was almost hoping they would. I think that would have been way more interesting than having Ares show up and be the British guy. But, I mean, she's, it still kind of happened because even though Ares is gone, like, people still have hatred in their heart and they're still going to conduct war. Like, I, that's, I think that's the lesson she's going to take away from it, the, obviously. But if, they, if the next movie is in modern time, I kind of would like to see something closer to the end of that film so you can see how she's coped with with like being in like not being in Themyscira you know just being in civilization like she's been in London and stuff like I'd like to see how she coped with that and like how she came into being a regular functioning human being and blending in with the crowd you know mm -hmm. yeah um let me get to the next one this is from Daryl Andis Jr. at Andis underscore Jr. Can't believe they killed off the character at the end. WTF. Capitalize the WTF. I'm, I believe you're talking about the Steve Trevor Steve character. Steve Trevor. Yeah. Is my guess. Um, I don't know. Like, we didn't see him die. He might be. He might have survived. But it was like 19, what? 1920? Like, he has no, he, he would have no, he wasn't a superhero, there was nothing like that, he has no, but he has no need to be, no, they, they, they fixed that, they said that anybody within a 50 mile square radius would be affected by the gas. Tom, don't you know that people survive mustard gas explosions inside of planes all the time? <laughs> well, I'll be dipped. You don't know your statistics. Sir. Obviously not. I need to take <laughs> chemistry again. I didn't. I didn't like that they killed uh, that character off. Honestly, I would have liked to seen like a uh, like a 1950s Wonder Woman movie, like the sequel, where he's like kinda, a baby. Huh? Nothing. Sorry. Keep going. Uh, I would have liked to see the character kind of go on, and uh, you know, see their relationship kind of blossom into something more, and then like the next movie, like something happens where. 
um, she get like he gets killed, and that's kind of her reason why she's kind of given up on humanity and like BVS because and, and BVS she's kind of like I've given up on mankind, I've kind of given up. Like to me, that would have been an interesting kind of like she hasn't been Wonder Woman for like this many years because of the loss of Steve Trevor. But that's just my thing with it. I wish, like I said, I wish they would have kept the character along. I still, I too was like, what the fuck. I, but, I was like, Ugh. but like, my only issue with that would be like, say it was a, let's just say it was 1920 to call it even. If we saw him in 1950, that's another 30 years. He was probably like in his mid 20s, so he'd be like 60, and she'd still look like a supermodel in her like late 20s. So she'd like okay, so right after World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, are used to be. Yeah, that would just be funny. Just Wonder Woman looking all hot, 70-year-old guy. Hey, babe, I love you. Let's sing to his pine charm. Nicole Smith. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um, no. That was, that was a deep pull right there. Deep pull. Um, this one is from uh, Navin WW Today at... Navin Praveen 93 what do, do you think why do you think uh, Wonder Woman turned against mankind in BBS what made her lose faith Kyle take that one because I don't know I'm gonna say it's just the general hatred that humanity was displaying to each other without direct intervention from Ares like you can kind of see at the end she was almost contemplating just like almost joining the dark side and helping Ares out kill humanity but last moment she kind of changed her mind saying no even though they don't deserve my help they don't deserve my hatred or my my anger like i almost have to, to pity them in a sense yeah i would say war man that's what that's what drove her to lose faith in humanity like even though aries is gone now we've seen she took care of that way back then like modern times there's still war going on so i mean it's like a police officer like they they feel they feel like they don't do anything because there's still crime every day, no matter how many bad guys they lock up. There's still crime every day. Like it's a Thanks, it's a Adam. complex. Like it sucks. Um, this one's from Grand Day at Grand Geek Area. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I was like, I'm gonna screw this up. What's going on, man? It's been a minute since we have talked on your podcast. Uh, do you think the gods will play any further roles in the DCEU and Wonder Woman films, knowing what's happened to them? It's interesting. Do it, Justin. Con. I have Con. one word. One word. Shazam. Ooh. Done. Yeah, That's all we needed. Good job, dude. You nailed that. Out of the park. Um, um, this one's from James Kazada at James Q2324. I still don't know why Wonder Woman stopped fighting. Do you? Uh, Kyle kind of answered that. Tom kind of answered that. <laughs> Stopped fighting in general? Speculation. Yeah. They'll probably cover it in the next film. Seems how it's such a such a big topic already. <laughs> yeah, like like did she just completely set out World War Two or something? Like what was going on there? <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. It's eh, like, Hitler. You know. It's like I already did this whole World War. I don't thing. like those German dudes. <laughs> I killed it's a like, lot of guys, them. You guys are pretty much gonna win the last time about me anyway, so I'm just gonna let you do your thing this time. <laughs> Uh, 
This one's from Daryl again. Will they ship bats and Wonder Woman in the Justice League movie, like the animated series? Thoughts? Like, what you mean, like transporting them? That's he just said. Will they ship bats and Wonder Woman in the Justice League movie, like the animated series? If you are talking, I don't think I understand the question. I think they're talking about how. I think he's talking about how they transported Wonder Woman and Batman. But I don't know. I, I feel bad. Like I will answer your question. Could you just rephrase it and send it back to us, and we will totally cover it. I'm sorry. Like I don't want to speculate. I, I just don't understand. I don't understand either. Um, I think there's one more. Um, I know. What, I think I'm missing one, where someone asked us to give a. Like a Wonder Woman two, like what would we want to see in Wonder Woman? Oh 2? yes, pitch. That was that's right. Yeah, uh, a pitch for Wonder Woman two from us. I did. I, it's gone somewhere. I can't so. remember the fella who. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, you pitched it. Let me know, and I will definitely give you uh, credit on Twitter and Facebook. Um, no, 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 no. Not, he was asking us to pitch. Like, what would our he, pitch be? Yeah, I, I just want to give credit to whoever asked. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um. Like I said, I'd like to see something like post or during World War Two. Like obviously they're gonna try to set it in the modern world, which I think that's what she that's what Patty Jenkins said. But I kinda want them to kinda go with where X Men was going, just not in the eighties. <laughs> um and fighting uh Ivan Ooze. <laughs> I I really I like kind of, I like the kind of historical things that they did with uh Wonder Woman, I know it'd probably be like super cliche for them to fight the Germans again in World War Two, but I kinda wanna see that. I don't know. There's Oh yo, it was uh it was Trey Mitchell at the Trayonator. He said pitch a sequel set in modern day. Oh. So nice. that's who pitch it was. Pitch a sequel set in modern day. Right. I don't know, it's such a hard thing because she's such a product of her of her of Themyscira and a product of, you know, she she's been alive for so many years growing up throughout the really, ages yeah and it, like like how I, it'd be interesting how would she deal with like terrorism how would she deal with you know north korea what would she do like that that those are kind of the things that are you know kind of in the news all the time so it'd be interesting maybe she takes on kim jong-un and then kim jong-un's like no shut this movie down or i'm gonna hack you right <laughs> and then she gets advice from seth rogan and james franco <laughs> like that's the movie it's a comedy she's gonna go, that's perfect she's gonna go in a talk show she needs an invisible jet fly over there good to go <laughs> get over the border good to go <laughs> see what uh, happens it, when you ask us to pitch sequels Trey <laughs> uh, I like honestly like they can they can really as long as Patty Jenkins comes back and uh, get in the crew cast and crew come back minus <laughs> Chris Pine and Colonel William Stryker. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'd be happy with whatever they kind of come up with. Like, the the film is really well done. They really just need to just continue on with her story. I like what Tom said in the last episode. She's like Gal Gadot. It's going to kind of be like Wolverine. So I'd like to see you just kind of like see that. As I long as they like get that. the same... 
Like, obviously, you want to expand her story. I don't think going, like, a Dark Knight route would really work. But I think the only way, only thing I can, like, think of, since I said, like, this movie felt like a Chris Reeve Superman movie, if anyone's seen uh, the Dick Donner Superman 2 movie, like the Dick Donner cut, I kind of feel like that's kind of where they're going to go. I don't think that she's going to lose her powers like he did in uh, that second Superman movie, but kind of like she wants to you know, find love and all the, how that kind of, like, takes on. I don't know. It's just kind of, like, my initial thoughts. It's hard to, like, kind of pitch a modern take on such an iconic character like that. Like, like Batman, uh, you can kind of, like, adapt to, like, the time he's in because he's kind of, like, a vigilante, um, and it kind of works. It's kind of hard for these, like, really powerful superheroes in the modern, like, what would they fight? Who would they, you know, go against? Would they fight terrorists? Who knows? I don't know. What do you guys think? Do it up, Cal. This is kind of a hard one, I think, especially for the three of us, because we're not as well-versed with Wonder Woman lore as other people may be. Yeah. So, like, I can't really begin to start pitching ideas for potential villains, potential plot points, or anything like that, because I don't really know um, I have not dived into any Wonder Woman comics, so uh, a potential Wonder Woman sequel would basically be me going in and just learning a whole bunch of new stuff along the way. So I definitely would love to see them go a little bit more on the ambitious side, maybe uh, start pushing the limits of what they could do with the character uh, beyond what they've already done here. I- I'd like the this- historical setting for this one. I-, I don't know if I'd want another historical setting. I, I love Order 2. And I wouldn't be against the idea, but uh, yeah, definitely love to see what else that they could uh, could bring to the DCEU through a Wonder Woman. I want to see a scene where it's Lucius Fox and Wayne Enterprises, and he's like, "Diana, here's the invisible jet. <laughs> Autopilot's fixed. There's my movie." Oh, this would have been very useful. I don't know. <laughs> Because if, if, if there was an invisible jet, the invisible jet could have taken all that stuff, and Steve Trevor would now be alive. Thanks, Lucius. You ruined... Thanks for not Lucius. being alive in the 1920s. Thanks. Could have been. Maybe. Lucius Fox Sr.? Okay. <laughs> um, That's it for questions. Uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to chat about? Yes. Um, go for it, Tom. All right. Good movie, right? There's yes. there's a few things I uh I would really like people at DC Films to pay the fuck attention to. Continuity. Um when when they're in the alleyway getting shot at by the like undercover German dudes, you know, like the first time she uses her bracelets to block bullets. She blocks the bullet and and he catches it in his hand. Remember, it burns his hand. But if you watch it, she deflects the bullet and then you hear the bullet hit the ground. So, okay. all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not being picky. I'm sorry. I am being picky. But and then there's there's a bajillion points throughout the film where she has her gauntlets on. And then cut away, same room, come back, gauntlet's off. There's the points where 
they're running through the like deep, deep, nasty, gross mud, and then cut to Wonder Woman after running through the mud fields and completely clean boots. I, I just think like, oh, uh, here's another one uh, that I noticed. Uh, when they were dancing, they started to dance and everything was normal and stuff. And then the snow started and it was beautiful. And like the snow, it looked great. It was really, yes. it looked awesome. It was beautiful. And she played like the, what is this? She was worried, you know, she didn't know. Like, it's so beautiful. But it doesn't go from like warm and normal to super cold out of nowhere. Like as soon as it started snowing, you could see their breath. And it wasn't like just a little bit. It was like these, like it was looked like they were smoking a vape pen. Like it was like, like just, I don't just like little continuity things. Like I feel like for a movie that you spend millions of dollars on, like little things like that shouldn't slip away. You know, just little things like that. Kyle, anything else that you'd like to touch on before we kind of like put Wonder Woman to bed? Oh, yes. Uh, oh. I didn't mention how I thought some of the side characters were not very well developed. Uh, specifically, the, the three companions that they hire on. <laughs> uh, Chief, Sammy, and Charlie, I think that's what yes. they Yes, I don't remember. Yep. Um, I felt like for all three of them, they were slowly building to something more. Like, once they got to the German headquarters place, they kind of just, like, left the scene, and then it showed back up until it's time to blow up the plane. What happened to them at the end? <laughs> it's like, uh, did they go on and live normal lives? Like, especially Charlie, the uh, the sniper guy. Well, they were all they at the memorial thing. They, yeah, they were at the memorial. I, like, as, as I was mentioning, Charlie, they had that one scene early on where they're like, okay, he's he's posting up, he's going to take the shot. And he, he kind of chokes. Yep. But then nothing like gets resolved there like they go on to the rest of the movie with him just like not fighting anymore but they don't like give him a redemption or any sort of way to kind of make up for that moment like it, it kind of just gets left unresolved well they go to do it though because he goes give me give me your bullet when they're all when they're flanked and they have nothing else to do and they run out of ammo and no one has any bullets left. They they could have did it right there. He, give me your bullet. Yeah. They could have gave him that one bullet. And he could have took out that one dude. So they could have stayed alive just that much longer for her to save the day. They really screwed that there. I agree, man. Mm -hmm. And then and then I, there was that scene where Wolverine showed up with the adamantium bullet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wonder that? Woman grabbed his leg and said, walk until your feet bleed and then keep walking. That's right. <laughs> Wait, that's a different movie. I think Kyle just got triggered. In that movie too. I think Kyle just got triggered. <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, that's that's all I really had. Is I, I felt like, even though I know it's a Wonder Woman movie, they're focused on the main character, the title character. I just felt a little bit unsatisfied with what they were doing with the side characters. I, I that's fair, I, man. I do I do like what they did. Obviously I wanna know like exactly like I wanna see where they were. Maybe they'll pop up. You know, you never know. They could pop up in Justice League, whatever. Who knows? It's like I'm Charlie's son in the future. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> As, like that chief guy, they just like 
find them in the middle of the woods. They're like, all right, so this is Chief. Uh, we got all the beer uh, yes, and all this the stuff we need European here. Native the American. European Native American who has a strange dialect. Yeah. Uh, I don't pick a side, but I'm picking a side. <laughs> yeah, I don't pick a side, but I shoot people. I will shoot those guys. Um. I don't know, like, Tommy, like, I'm not going to, like, nitpick at the movie. Go for there it. were moments in the movie where uh, I was, like, really satisfied. Like, Tommy mentioned the the moment where, like, she's looking at the, the snow, and you see just wonder and joy in her uh, mm-hmm. in her eyes. And, like, the, like, those are the things, like, I was really hoping that we would get, you know, in previous uh in previous DC EU movies. And it's obviously like, I'm sure it's stuff like that was hard in BBS because you're trying to juggle so many characters and plot points and all that. But it's those little moments like that just, just add so much weight. They add so much more to your film. Like you can really just like those little moments. It's about these two characters. That's why I said, um, with you know the Chris Reeves Superman, I remember Tom Makowitz. He was talking with Dick Downer about the importance of if if the, the love story doesn't work, the movie doesn't work, and the love story here worked, and you can see how they were so influenced by the Dick Downer Superman movie and how important that was for them, and it really felt like I was you know I I, I mentioned something on Twitter you know I remember you know my mom sitting me in front of the TV back in the day, like when you had the antenna, you had to like turn the antenna to get it to like, like to watch certain channels. Mm-hmm. She turned the antenna, we'd sit and watch Superman. And like, I re- like I, w- I felt like I was being brought back to my childhood just a little for a brief second just to watching like the Chris, Chris Reeve Superman. Like it just felt like, I felt like I've done this before. Like there isn't like the nostalgia factor there. Obviously this is something new. The action is way, way more amazing than the Superman stuff ever, ever was. But the love story really worked for me. And I hope going forward, like they can continually do those moments, those that, that kind of, it, it, it takes you, it, 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 instead of it being a comic book movie, it's really a film, and it, and those are the things that I appreciated the most about it. Obviously, the action worked really well. I really liked the stuff on the beach. I like the no man's land stuff. But I'm really excited for where this goes from now on. Like with Jeff Johns and John Bird kind of at the helm, shepherding these future projects. I'm even now after watching this, I was really excited for Justice League. I'm even more excited for Justice yeah. League now because because now I see like even more potential. Like how they're I'm like oh man, how are they going to handle Aquaman? I'm like oh my god, I can't wait for that movie. That movie's gonna be amazing too. Like that's just stuff like that. Like we were already excited. Like some other podcasts and places and websites have kind of like given up and how they've said they weren't. I'm not naming names. I'm not. That's their opinion. We appreciate it. We respect it. But we've all collectively enjoyed, you know, and been excited for these upcoming movies. And now I'm even like more excited. I was like, wow. Like we there's some place to go with this. There's things to be said about these movies other than like the negative backlash of BVS and Suicide Squad. So 
only other thing I want to bring up that was like insanely beautiful was like the mother daughter relationship. We didn't really touch yes. on that, but like that was really, really well done. And like the way she sends off Diana, like, I know I can't stop you from it. Like, go do it. Like you got everything you need. Go like that was beautiful. Like that scene was great. That and that, like when I was watching that, I was like, "Oh my god, this is like Chris Reeve." There's a scene where, where Clark, he's in the cornfield and his mother is looking, like she sees him in the cornfield and she go. I'm gonna watch. I'm watching Superman after this. Um, she she sees him in the window, and he's in the cornfield, and she knows what he's got to do, and they just have this moment together. She goes, "You know, I know. Like you have to go do this. You have to go find." who you are and that's kind of like the same it was kind of like that that scene was almost mirrored in wonder woman i was like whoa it's yeah. like really bringing that nostalgia factor really got amped up there too i was like whoa it just it really just pulled your pulled at your heartstrings like she had to give up uh she had to give up you know her daughter living like this amazing life in Themyscira, but she had to go, she had, she knew she had to let her daughter go what she had to do for mankind. Even if she disagreed with it. Right. I like, I like her to Connie, Connie Nielsen. So yeah. Good actress, man. I thought everyone was really strong in this movie. There wasn't, there wasn't, there wasn't a bad actor. No, I wouldn't say there's any performances where I'm like that person I don't know what they're doing. They dropped the ball. Yeah. Every performance is pretty solid. Um, I really like the direction. I like the cinematography. I thought the production design was spot on for that era. I really, the only things that like, I, I'm not, I don't know a lot about Wonder Woman lore. The only thing that I thought was weird is like, they could peer into like the mascara, then they could just like step back and not peer. In it. Like to me, that was just, maybe that's something within the comic books. I'm going to have to, now I'm going to have to start getting into Wonder Woman comics to see like what that's all about. And there's just like a little mind, like things. I know you, you got it. You have it. So I got to catch up. I got to read, do some reading. Yeah. So, don't uh, we all. Mm-hmm. I probably have like 80 bucks at the comic book shop right now. My last trip was <laughs> almost a hundred bucks. I might, I might be like, I might, I might tell them like, dude, I'm, I'm moving. I can't afford this right this second. <laughs> That would be so pissed. Probably not a cool thing to do, man. So, uh, any any last words on Wonder Woman before we put this to bed? I am. Some, I'm above average happy with it. I'm above average happy with this movie too. So, and Kyle's just above average. I'm the that Mister uh, Negative Nancy Devil's Advocate guy. Overall, I really like Wonder Woman. I I say it's probably my favorite of the DCU so far. I was hoping you were like, I was hoping you're like, I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I thought you're gonna go right into that. I'm like, Mr. Yes. Green Christmas. <laughs> I was gonna sing for everyone. Thank you, Lord. Oh no. So pretty much song coming on. Make sure you uh, <laughs> make sure you check us out on Twitter at Shailene on Bat. Find us on Facebook, Shailene on Batman. Visit our website, www.shanleyonbatman.com. Also, check out our Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash podcast empire network. And there you can uh, you can donate a little, little coin to us if you would like to. 
in the form of $1, $3, $5, or $10. Different tiers there, they all get you different things. Make sure you head on over to the Patreon and check out what those things will get for you, man. Quick shout out to Andrew, John McGee, and Kate Reed for those reviews. Yes. Awesome stuff. Keep them coming. We appreciate that stuff. If you have not read their reviews, make sure you go to www.shamelinonbatman.com. I have them all in order of when they came in. Kate's was the first and Andrew's and so on and so forth. Make sure you go find those. You can find me on Twitter at Batman Shanlin. You can find Kyle on Twitter at Dooting Kyle. You can find Tom on Twitter at Batman Base Slap. So this one's gonna go up quick, and we got we have a lot of guests coming on within like the next week or two. So make sure make sure you keep up. Uh, this tomorrow night we have uh, Daniel Alter coming on. We're gonna talk a lot of Batman with him, and then Mark Hughes is coming on in a couple of days after that, and then a special return guest. If I can make that schedule happen, I'm not gonna say who yet. Quiet, but if you're a Patreon member, maybe. If you're a Patreon member, I'll give you inside information on what's because I have been doing that for the members. Oh, so. and also this there is there is a video of this entire podcast in its entirety for just being a uh, one dollar contributor on the Patreon. You can check out this video, and there's going to be more to come. So also keep that and in so, mind. And so for episode ninety one of Shanlin on Batman, I am Justin Shanlin. Tom Davis. Tom Harper. I am the knight, I am the man.